0: And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. It's a big backstage update with WWE facing several different COVID-19 challenges before a premiere Peacock streaming event this weekend on New Year's Day. Is day one still gonna be the car that was advertised or is COVID gonna get in the way of all of it? We'll get into all of that on a special edition of today's sports kita top story of the day with wrestling media legend Bill After. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out! Watch out, watch out, watch out. Indeed, if you are joining us live, if you're watching on demand, jump into the comments below, share the link so you don't stink. Subscribe to Sports Kita. Uh, we are joined once again by Bill After at After Wrestling, After One Wrestling. Thank uh, you. Bill, we'll get into the situation with you. I know you've, you've stated your take on how wrestling promotions should handle the pandemic and COVID 19 situations moving forward. It is a fluid situation. By
1: the way, and- notice the hat here. What does it have sports Sportskeeda, Bill After Reporting. It's there you
0: official. go. He's on report. Woo-hoo. It's official. We got him wearing merch. We got him wearing a merch. Uh, <laughs> we, will, we will talk to him about his most recent features that you can read at sportskeeda.com and some other things that we're building up to as well. Uh, if you're with us for the first time, once again, jump to the comments below. Get your comments on screen as yeah. well if you're with us live, yeah. too. Uh, Jose, what is the latest here in this developing COVID-19 situation as we get more and more information every day? WWE pulling talent off the road this past weekend. Seth Rollins alluding on social media that he likely has COVID-19 or is in some type of safety protocol, not confirming he has it. Uh, and then on Monday Night Raw, we saw that Big E and Seth Rollins obviously weren't there, as well as Becky Lynch wasn't present on the show and Liv Morgan. So, plenty of people in big matches for this, uh, this weekend show were not on the show. I did think Raw was pretty good. Otherwise, you know, they did make some, uh, they did some big long matches in the show. They did have some fun tag team matches, a good, good bit of action there with, uh, with Edge and Miz to close up the show and Eric Bischoff making a surprise appearance. But, um, Moving these things backstage, it, what's the latest here? Because some of the people have COVID, and that's a concern and hope that they can clear it before Saturday. Other people, it's just let's keep them on, uh, uh, out as a calculated risk so we don't have to worry about anything before Saturday. Yeah,
2: man, it's a, it's an interesting situation. The situation is still fluid since you started reporting on it on Sunday evening, um, you know, since this whole situation broke. Uh, but today, good old Uncle Dave, Uncle Dave Meltzer, put out on the Wrestling News Observer that – uh basically some of the people that were pulled like Roman Reigns big E a lot of these top names they were pulled from the show in order to protect day 1 um in case anything's going on with uh, any of those talent cuz right now the only reported one that we have that is positive is Seth Rollins we don't we, I think they're just taking a precaution with Roman Reigns even that he is at a higher risk because of his past with leukemia uh, they're also taking they're also taking a uh, uh, um uh, a very conservative risk also with Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, also because they have title matches on Sunday, and we already know that Nick Khan and and the chairman of Vince McMahon want Day One to be a big show. They're aiming for this to be a yearly big show, and what a way to put a wrench into things with COVID nineteen with Omicron, just really putting a wrench oh. into things. The, the the whole situation is fluid, uh. But right now, that is the main reason why we have not seen Big E, Roman Reigns. Seth Rollins or Becky Lynch uh, on Monday Night Raw.
0: Bill, your take on this entire thing well, is changing by the day.
1: The whole world has changed. Every sports team, I mean, uh, football teams, soccer teams, everything is is in uh, uh, a state of total what are we gonna do? What are we gonna should we have fans there? Should we not have fans there? The WWE is being um very cautious, very uh on edge about this as well uh because they have again this is the the uh a huge pay-per-view it's the first time they've done this it's new year's day a lot of people are going to be sitting home watching this and WWE doesn't want them to say you know they advertise this why am i not getting this but the bottom line is at least to me and i think all the fans out there is the health of the talent and the people mm-hmm. backstage and the whole crew more important than anything about this they always say you've got a million dollars and whatever you want as long as you have your health health is the most important they can always do another wrestling show i think i think the majority of fans there's going to be a lot of them that would be will be disappointed if a lot of these matches don't come off but really think about the talent them and their families that are going through this thing not just about the company
0: uh, it's it's I, I think maybe fans will be a little bit more forgiving if there is a change to the card. I do think people kind of understand what's going on. Uh, but I do think there'll be resentment, as there is, against WWE when they just, you know, take a step in any different direction. It doesn't matter where they're going. You know, there's many people that don't like it, that the company isn't simply just saying who has COVID and who doesn't.
1: Yeah, but they, they're, also, they're also beside that. A lot of people are going to go, uh, you know, so people...
2: Right there. Uh, in, My book just fell down. Don't worry North about course. it.
1: <laughs> they're, they're, going to, uh, they're going to be saying, uh, you know, WWE could have uh, uh, just done this show. There's a lot of people who just don't believe, still don't believe this COVID thing. I've lost two friends to COVID. There's still a lot of people out there who are going to say, oh, come on, let them wrestle. Let them just remember, it's not just them. It's not just the company, but Roman Reigns, has children, most of these guys have children and families. This affects everyone down the line.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's worth noting, you know, there's real life complications here. Uh, some people bring up the recent adjustment from the Center for Disease Control from the United States government. Usually advisement is about a, a 10 day quarantine if you're exposed or you test positive. Uh, now they're advising in some cases, if you're not experiencing any symptoms, that they cut that down to five. Uh, there's been some apparent uh, major corporate pressure from different people and different uh, yeah. ends of, of entertainment, and there's a huge debate about that if you go on social media. We're not going to dive into that, but obviously WWE has to work on these regulations. They have to work mm-hmm. with these major venues. They have to work on these different mandates. They have not stated whether or not they have a vaccine mandate. We've heard uh, reported uh, there was some influence on vaccine status for the presence of some talent in the company. Uh, and then we hear about the way that WWE is handling now testing. Reportedly, Fightful saying that they are not doing mandatory testing, uh, but that isn't clear if there's some opt in or opt out. It, it, it just the, the testing has been changed. It's not mandatory. I,
1: I was told that most of the people, most of the talent that have families are already vaccinated,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so are their families.
0: And so are their families. But, but I was
1: told from my inside sources yes except the little kids
0: yeah which is understandable some kids still can't you know still can't get this here but just
1: think just think because the world we've we've never lived through anything like this and i'm glad we're all healthy and we're alive Mm -hmm. Uh, but just think from the point of view of your wife or your girlfriend and you're saying i'll see you uh in a week i'm going on the road and i'm going to be in arenas with twelve thousand fans just Mm -hmm. think of what they must feel like when you're leaving because you could come back even vaccinated with something because you're in crowds. I actually for the first time in years ever missed one of uh, the conventions in Philadelphia. I was nervous to go. There was 60 talents there uh, that Rob Feinstein had booked there. And I usually go to every, all those conventions, but I stayed away this time because of the new uh, variant of, Covid, i
0: don't want to get sick i understand and there's some people that are gonna you know i I, i'm taking calculated risks i was booked to do a comedy show i went and did it last night i was masked when i did it i took tests before i went and did the show i'm gonna Mm -hmm. take tests now uh so i do think there are ways to do this with some so i i think we're better prepared for this than we were a year ago i think absolutely absolutely Absolutely. I don't, I don't think that's a, a wild thing to say, and I think WWE's in a better spot here. Now, obviously, you know, Bill, everyone's going to make this. We've been talking about it all week, and someone's going to bring it up here in the chat. We've been expecting it. Is WWE going to have to revert to the Thunderdome? Are they, are they going to have to revert to a home base, a controlled space? I just don't see them going that direction. If they were from this past weekend, I think we would have already heard about something like that.
1: I don't think they're they're looking at that, but if things get worse here and they're push to the wall because so much of their talent, uh, may have, uh, one of the COVID, uh, variants here, uh, they may need to do that. And I think it would be the right thing to do. Of course, there's a lot of money on the line with, uh, um, with live event tickets, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But then again, the real numbers that they're concerned with, I think is more of the, uh, the peacock numbers, than the live gate, I think, you know, advertising dollars, et cetera. So I think it would be a good move if they find that's more their talent uh, or, let's keep the fans safe too. Because again, the the whole, the whole crowd mentality right now is not something uh, to take very lightly.
2: Yeah. I also think that we're in a different situation that we were a year ago, you know, a year ago, we didn't have a single clue on how to deal with this thing Now yeah. we kind of have an idea On how to deal with it right um, Now not only to mention that It's a lot more expensive To set up the Thunderdome Than to set up a live show oh, at, sure. at, at an arena because of all the, uh, all the technology That you have to put in there right mm-hmm. So I think I think we're at a different place I don't think we're going to see the Thunderdome um, Plus silver lining And I mentioned this a few days ago There was a report where the origin of Omicron came out, it was just South Africa. Those numbers are going down drastically. Yes, they they've are. already passed. They've already passed their peak, which is a very good sign. Because remember, when Omicron was first announced, this was a little bit over a month and a half ago, going on two months. Then we started getting stuff on it, so that's a good sign. If South Africa is getting over it, that means everywhere else we boring, should be but, getting over it.
1: But you know what, I James Brown when I bought all your CDs, but. Right? Uh, James, <laughs> Norman, uh, I heard today... He's, he's, uh, for the
0: podcast listeners, he's referencing a comment we right. have on screen. <laughs> He says, I heard today uh,
1: on YouTube that Roman Reigns is not going to be a day one pay-per-view. What you're hearing on the internet, everything is hypothetical. Yeah. We're not going to know until these people step into the arena or not what's going on. The WWE is not going... If the WWE knows that Roman Reigns is not going to be there today then it's their job to let us know that okay so it Do doesn't you, affect what we're watching but is is
0: there a moral objective to them you think there's a a, a like because they didn't you know they pulled talent from these shows at madison square garden and and tapa this past weekend and day of those th- you know card subject to change right yep. uh so but that this show has been sold On a handful of matches, one of the major ones is Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. They put a lot of momentum behind this. Yeah, they sure Uh, did. If one of those major matches with a major name is affected, should they say something beforehand or do the show as is? Because I think you're asking for just a lot of trouble. If you have some talents that just aren't there on Saturday.
1: Uh, My feeling on that is that when they know it, they should let us know. Mm -hmm. I I think it would be something i'd rather have that than a fan uh sitting there in the next day saying man those people knew about this and they never told us and you know mm-hmm. why is uh uh dolph siegler in the main event mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. knock to dolph siegler he's an excellent uh mm-hmm. wrestler but uh brock against dolph i don't know if they're gonna want to see that with no bill yeah. you know with, <laughs> with no that, build it, it, yeah exactly my god it's two suplexes and brock busner <laughs> <laughs> taking taken the reins from Roman Reigns in the form of Dolph Ziggler.
0: Yes, for the vacant championship. That's how they would end Roman right. Reigns' title. Right. No, I, don't, I don't think they're going to go that route. Um, but obviously, you know, we, we haven't seen how all wrestling has been affected by this. We just have more information about how WWE's dealt with this. I would assume, and I, I don't mean this in a bad way, and this isn't a shot at all the wrestling, they just are a little bit more to the vest with some of the, their information. Uh, In terms of how they've handled COVID, they were open about saying, we're testing, we're testing, we're testing right away. Uh, But when they had positive cases, none of that information came out. Only Mm -hmm. months later did those talents say, yeah, I dealt with it. It was it happened at this time or something like that. Uh, and so, you know, maybe that's just the way they handle the things. How do you think all the wrestling has handled COVID with, with their situation with being in Jacksonville and all the different things that were, because they were in Florida where it was a little bit more of the wild West and they were letting things kind of go fast and loose there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. However, we don't care. We don't
2: care down here. (laughs) He's in Florida
0: as well. But
1: but there are masks from what I understand. There are mask requirements, but when I watch the TV, I don't see a lot of fans. It
2: doesn't matter. Yeah. They'll tell you, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a mask requirement and then you're like,
1: Well, this is this is what I understand at some of the conventions that have happened recently. They there's a sign that you need to wear a mask, and then as soon as the fan goes through there, mask is gone. Mm. So well, uh, well, see, here's the thing.
2: Too, here's a, here uh, the thing too, Bill. That in Florida. There isn't a mandate. There's a recommendation. It is strongly aware encouraged. Of that. So, aware you know, people look at that and be like, oh, it's strongly encouraged. It's like the speed limit. It's strongly encouraged. You know, it's it's a, it's a suggestion. But people don't take it seriously down here for some reason.
0: No, no. An unfortunate situation. Uh, and we'll obviously get more information as this develops. Let's move on to story number two.
1: Again, but don't believe whatever you hear hypothetically unless it comes from directly – you know, uh, I read all the sheets. Uh, mm-hmm. Dave Meltzer is generally right on on everything he does, but unless I see it from an official WWE website or something confirmed. like that, then yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, let's move on to story number two here uh, some big guests were called in for this week's Monday Night Raw a surprise here Eric Bischoff appearing backstage and then confirmed to be the final segment of the night officiating over the uh, renewal of vows between Ms. and Maurice and Grayson Waller from NXT getting to have a, a micro- microphone face-off with AJ Styles which is very very interesting I liked both segments I thought they were both effective I did in terms too. of you know calling people off the bench if you will for something special uh, it's worth noting they they were both um uh, they both added to the show quite a bit. I thought I thought they were both positive things here.
1: It isn't a, isn't Maurice absolutely stunning? Stunning, gorgeous. So yeah. I, I I'm glad she did all now. the steps though. Wow. They had to go through I can those... reveal this now. Mm-hmm. Several years ago, she was banging on my hotel room door mm-hmm. all night in Toronto, oh. banging. I wouldn't let her out.
0: Can't. <laughs> That old that old one works. That old well, one yeah, works. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, uh,
1: but yeah, that that was uh, it was it was a good say. We knew something was going to happen, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric Bischoff, um, I think, was a a good touch because the fans didn't expect it. You know, he showed up uh, backstage, of course, and uh, he's still uh, he still got that uh, that whole Eric Bischoff presentation when he came out doing the whole. You know, he loves everybody and yeah, yeah. So it was, it was good (laughs) to see him. It really was. You're
0: you're doing the exact entrance walkout. Now, this is the first time we've seen easy Eric Bischoff back with WWE since being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, That was an unfortunate Hall of Fame induction when they couldn't do it with fans. I'm I'm, I'm hopeful they get to do one with fans this year in Texas.
1: My sparkling Uh, ice, by the way.
0: uh, That's who's sponsoring. Do we have the fruit snapples? No, the 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 fruity
1: fruity adventure tic-tacs. I have two boxes upstairs. uh, Don't go get them,
0: Val. You don't
2: have to go get them. Did did you get the delivery that we told the region? You to tell to send you?
1: <laughs> What's that?
2: I told him I told him to send you a case of fruity fruity TikTok. him Fruit we're a fruit of the
1: show. We have a, a whole bunch of them. Tic Tacs,
0: not TikToks.
1: Tic Tacs. Tic Tacs. Tic is in trouble. But anyway. <laughs>
0: just, uh... So uh, Eric out this is the first time he's back on the show. Now, he did make some cameo appearances for All Elite Wrestling in similar segments. we he kind of came in for like one night and went, played a role in a talking segment. I think he oversaw a debate between uh, Chris Jericho and MJF. Yeah. And a lot of people assumed that he would maybe have more of an advanced role with All Elite Wrestling. Now, he's kept up his profile as a podcaster with 83 Weeks and Ad Free Show. Shows. shout out to them uh and he's been active and some people have been saying he's been a little bit more critical of all wrestling on that platform so now here he is with wwe uh at one point you know in 2019 he was a part of the big overhaul of wwe's production backstage and was going to oversee smackdown only lasted a few months and it was back out of wwe i got to talk to him prior to that he seemed like he was in a really um very advantageous visionary place before taking that executive role didn't last long didn't work you know, he was open about that. You know, he's like, yeah, it just wasn't the right combination. Is there a role for Eric Bischoff right now in a major wrestling company?
1: Well, I'm surprised uh, because five, ten years ago, it would have been that bastard is on the uh, competition or whatever. And don't let him in the building here. Mm-hmm. You know, it would, but now uh, things are a little more a wide open is there a place for um uh, oh my son is watching this from uh, his home in Georgia
2: hey um, brandon thanks hey,
1: for joining brandon. girl anyway um so uh, eric bischoff um i don't think is planned i don't think is planned to be a regular character on uh on this show, I think because of all the COVID and everything going on, this just sparked a little more interest, which is, mm-hmm. uh, um, which is why they probably had him on there, because people go like, whoa, Bischoff, what's he going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see Eric Bischoff come back and uh, be in the corner of, uh, of the Miz. It'd be a little combination there with uh, maybe he'd be Miz's uh, new manager.
0: I mean, it was, they, they, they certainly were complimentary. Stuff, Yo, heels, you know? heels, heels become pals, right? Heels, villains got to run with villains. Babyface got to run with babyfaces. Right. Now, uh, Jose, your take on Grayson Waller, young upstart here who's been uh, making some waves on a WWE NXT, is now in a feud with AJ Styles, who's also feuding with his now former tag partner, Almost, who was for some reason sent home from the show. He wasn't used in the show. Not clear mm-hmm. if it's a COVID situation, but he was sent home from the show. Uh, and then got to have this face off with Grayson Waller, and they're gonna have this match down the line. Yeah. Um, w- what do you think of this, Grayson Waller? Out of nowhere, kind of pulled up. Mind you, they were developing this story already, so this isn't like a last minute COVID thing. You know, they they were developing this, and they said, "All right, let's let's really put you, throw you this thing. We're gonna take you out of the performance center in front of an isolated audience of a few hundred people, and put you in an arena if you have a few thousand people, millions watching on TV. Real sink or swim situation for him, right?" Absolutely. Grayson Waller has absolutely
2: killed it ever since he had this tremendous heel turn that he had a few weeks ago. Now he was not convincing as a baby face at all, but ever since he did this heel turn, I have, I have noticed a big step up in his game, big chip on his shoulder guys, putting on some great matches, putting on some great promos. The guy, if you guys didn't know, Grayson Waller has had the most TV time two weeks in a row on NXT between promo in the ring, backstage segments, uh, promo recaps or vignettes. It's all been Grayson Waller. And I said this last week on the debrief after a great NXT 2.0 and after praising Grayson Waller for what he did, I honestly think that Braun Breaker may not be the guy that's the next in line for the NXT Championship. He might as well just go up to the main roster. And Grayson Waller, I honestly see him as the guy to take off the championship I, off of Tommaso
1: Ciampa. I would look total agreeing. With, you know, he's also in the, uh, in the kind of cookie cutter like Austin Theory. Same type of look as uh, Austin Theory. Um, I, I like both of them. A lot. I like their character. It's the new breed of wrestler that's coming out because a lot of these guys, you know, if you go back, I don't know, 10 years ago, these guys wouldn't look like what you'd think a, a wrestler looks like. One of them, and I'm trying to think uh, if it's Waller or uh, Theory, remind me of uh, Sean Stasiak. I see it. I can. See like it. Look. I, can yeah. see I would. Yeah.
2: I would say probably Austin Theory probably reminds me more of Sean Stasiak yeah. in their prime. They look alike. Yeah. That you know, Stasiak was a little bit more ripped, a little bit more of the Vince McMahon look that he likes. You know, that really yeah. big, Jack oh, juicy yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I can totally see what you're going, uh, where you're going with. But it's this. a
1: different look of what yes. wrestlers are becoming now. They're they're looking more sleek. And it's been going on for a long time, but I'm noticing it more with uh, Waller and Austin Theory.
0: Uh, we do have a developing story here. Uh, this is coming from Wrestling Observer. Is where we're in the middle of this broadcast. I don't mean to shake up our order here. Uh, WWE Senior Vice President and Executive Director Bruce Pritchard reported dealing with an undisclosed health issue. Uh, Wrestling Observer reporting that this is uh, forcing him to miss some events. Now, uh, he was one of many WWE executives not present last night's Monday at Raw. As that was kind of a precautionary measure with the COVID-19 situation, maybe working remotely on the show. Uh, Vince McMahon among so's along with Kevin Dunn. Uh, it is not clear how serious the situation is. Uh, but this is the surprising to see that he is now absent and that situation possibly more serious or hopefully not as serious as it's been. Uh, he he uh, is worth noting, uh, he did note he was going on vacation to Cabo San Lucas a few weeks ago. Well earned there. The WWE schedule is very demanding, so get those in when you can. Uh, we don't know how serious this is, but Wrestling Inc. and uh, several other outlets reporting this as well. Hopefully, uh, Bruce Prichard is okay. I th- he's a very, very yeah, talented guy well, doing well, a lot of work here.
1: I've known Bruce since he was working for uh, uh, Paul Bosch way back back in the days of uh, Houston wrestling. I've known him since he was a kid when he first started. And he's a great guy. Brother Love as well, if some of you people didn't know that. Yes, I gave it away, even though I never break kayfabe. Um, (laughs) Well, they look like each other. (laughs)
0: they do look like each other. It is right. They do. They do look like each other here. I think Bill, I think Bill paused up there for a second let Let's see if he can rejoin us here in a moment. Uh, Jose, let's move on to story number three here before we we lose Bill here. I don't know. Let's get Bill back here. He he froze up. I don't know what happened there. That's okay. It happens. It happens here. I mean, ready to roll with it.
2: We're ready to roll with it, man. Yeah. But let's get into our last story, man, because it is the end of the year. And as always, WWE likes to release their top matches of 2021. And today they have announced their top 25 matches, but it's the top 10 matches that everyone is talking about. With Bad Bunny getting the number 10 spot with his tag match with Damian Priest against John Morrison in The Miz at WrestleMania. And the number one spot coming in, Edge versus Seth Rollins,
0: Hell in the Cell. That's a surprising pick for number one. Um, though I do think that was one of the best matches of the year. It was definitely one of the best matches of the year. Uh, and Bill, Bill after rejoining us here in a moment, uh, we, you know that happens here. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm surprised. You know, the big the the Bad Bunny match was a great great match, very eventful match. Got WWE a lot
1: of attention. Oh, you know, it said a thing came up that you have to have internet internet to do this.
0: Yes, <laughs> had, yes, you I, do.
1: I had no idea. I just have.
0: You unplugged. You unplugged there. I I
1: just I, I just have my my cords here. <laughs> it's all
0: right, Bill. Bill, we're talking about WWE naming their top twenty-five matches of the year. Uh, the celebrity tag team profile, high-profile match with uh, Damian Priest tagging with uh, music star Bad Bunny at WrestleMania. Now say it right, Kevin. No, bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. That cracks Bob-boni. the top ten.
2: So it's ahead of other See, matches. Bill says, "Bro, Bill says it. Say it better. He pronounces it better than you do, Kevin. Come on, Bad <laughs> Bunny."
1: Baboni, yeah. Hey.
0: Baboni. Uh well, this is a surprising pick for this list. I, I wait, think wait. we
1: gotta go back we gotta go back to this. You wanna talk to Bomboni? You gotta talk to me first. Okay,
0: go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh this is this a celebrity match. WWE enjoys doing things with celebrities, but surprising that it makes, you know, the work rate list, the bell to bell performances, you know, doing it in the you know the the actual meat of wrestling, the wrestling of wrestling, right? That yeah. this makes that list. But the match was a very good match.
1: The guy was good. Yeah. The guy was good. He was he was as good as a lot of the guys and that are they get paid to do this. Mm-hmm. I definitely this
2: this was a tremendous match. I mean, this was a, when when we did the review for this show a few months ago. I said it on the broadcast. This is the best match of this year. The storytelling was unparalleled to anything that went on in any promotion this year. The story that both Rollins and Edge told. From the beginning at Summerslam, all the way to Crown Jewel, culminating in the Big oh, Hell in the Cell tremendous. match, it was just—it was just perfectly told, perfectly portrayed on screen, both in ring and match, and with promos. So, when you have someone with the caliber of Edge, and then you have someone who is definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer in Seth Rollins, doing these promos and doing these type of matches, how can you not put them in, in
1: first place? Well, yeah, yeah. You, you can't get any better than what they were doing.
0: It's worth noting a lot of these the matches on this list, specifically in the top 10, are all... Uh, matches in front of live crowds. So nothing really in that Thunderdome era that kind of laid over into the first part of 2021, really made the list. Which is uh, better
1: than being in front of dead crowds. True. Yes. True.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the number one match, once again, Edge versus Seth Rollins in crown jewel. This would be the first time a really high ranking uh, Saudi Arabia match has made a prominent mm-hmm. award like this. Uh, I'm surprised there were some other matches that I thought that maybe would take that spot. Uh, number two was Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair, night one of WrestleMania. Oh, that was
1: great. That mm-hmm. was excellent. I loved
0: that match. Uh crowning moment for Bianco Belair and definitely the best WWE women's match of the year. Number three was Roman Reigns versus edge versus Daniel Bryan universal title match at WrestleMania night Two. I enjoy that match, but there's some other matches on this list that I would have put ahead of that
1: one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Personal uh, choices.
0: Yeah. That, but that's what these lists are you debate about like what is better than something else right that, that's sure. half the fun of it uh number four was Walter versus Drogonov for the NXT mm. uk championship that was my wow. personal uh data match, match of that the was
1: year. that was like a shoot that,
0: that was what was, was <Yeah>. Uh, Number five was Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair champion versus champion match match. at Survivor Series, which I stole that show. So a lot of these matches all within the last few months. There were several other uh, high profile ones making the list. Obviously, we mentioned the Big E one. Uh, Of course, the full list is up right now on WWE.com. For you, Bill, uh, I know you're working on stuff for our best of the year, and we'll have that here in a week or so or sometime. Uh, what for you before you finalize your list? What's on your list of match of the year? What's what's in play? You don't have to give us the, the all time pick of who stole the award, but who's in the discussion right now?
1: For Jack Briscoe versus Dory Funk Jr. Is, uh... <laughs> well, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm, not,
0: I'm not talking
1: WWE right now, I'm, I'm talking. Well, that was for my audience from the magazine days. But I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking, uh, AEW how hangman Adam page and Brian Danielson blew up that match perfectly. It was, mm-hmm. it was an old school one hour draw. I haven't seen one of those on TV, especially Broadway. Yeah. They, um, since uh since the Jim crockett days um yeah that that actually as of right now that's my unless some well something happens in the next uh, two and a half days that I see uh that match is definitely my match of the year
0: mm-hmm uh, it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. Uh, Bill, you're an authority of these things. I think people trust your opinion. So uh, that, that that's what your number one is right now. But, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe some other WWE it's matches. It's you know,
1: Three hours from now, I might change that. True. See that? Uh, <laughs> 2 versus Briscoe. Then we got Ricky Steamboat and uh, and the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. One of the greatest series. chi <laughs> Rumble. It's got to be on your this. list. <laughs> we need, You know what we need to do one time? this um this show to go back 30 years one night and just do it as it was 30 years ago News from, ni- top, from from 1991 the top, <laughs> Right, the top stories of 1991 me we should do that
2: yeah. we should do that on Thursdays so not only it'll be Bill after Thursdays while well, bill after Thursdays right but it'll be also be a throwback Thursday so we could do the top stories from 1972 if we want
1: talk to the people. At SportsKita, I will make meet. it
2: happen. Listen, we I got to renegotiate.
1: A, oh, got, renegotiate, my Wait up! Uh, you know I didn't shave today, so I'm listen, my, I got a lot of sway oh, around here, uh, Bill. Hold on, so hold on, I'm, I'm in my heel mode, and I don't have a oh, okay. okay, here, okay, okay. All right. But I need my contract renegotiated for a Throwback <laughs> Thursday, and that's it, brother. <laughs>
0: Uh once again Bill if they want to find you online and follow all the great stuff obviously they should check out your columns that are up now at well, SportsKeeda. What they need com. to
1: do, what they need to do to find me on SportsKeeda is type in SportsKeeda Bill Apter profile into Google. That will take you to the four stories that I've done to date and the last two were hypothetical and they're getting such an incredible reaction. I asked what would happen if Hulk Hogan was brought in as a creative booker not as a talent because he can't he's not working anymore as a creative booker and there was outrage there was thumbs up and uh i'm getting a fabulous reaction to this on on both ends what would you guys just real quick what would you guys think if hogan came in just as a backstage guy to fine-tune things
0: uh, I think he would definitely have to stay backstage. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, And I, th- I think for, for Hulk, and this is no, no rip at him, the allure of being in front of an audience is very, very tempting for him. He is mm-hmm. a guy, even when he worked as an executive. But they're telling
1: him he can't do that. Sure, You're, right. You're just backstage.
0: You're so, just backstage, yeah. Good idea, I think
1: bad idea.
0: That curbing, that discipline, that regulator, if you will, where you get all of that experience and that psychology that only he knows from his time, uh, could be really beneficial to some people and I think would also be kind of redemptive for Hulk for all the different things that have happened for him in the past few years that yeah. maybe have turned a, a whole younger generation of wrestling fans who liked him and then you know all those transgressions happen and there's still some people that resent him for that. I think it would be a good position for him to at least try it. I think yeah, there's a lot of really
1: some of the characters. Yeah. Just, yeah. just yeah.
0: dial people in. And that's what you want out of an agent. They're he not was gonna a master change that. Yeah. He's
1: a master of helping create characters and getting them over in WWE. I think
0: I honestly
2: think that if if we are if we're hypothetically speaking, right, I think if you would bring Hulk Hogan down to two point NXT two point with Shawn Michaels, wow that could definitely make um the next generation of superstars that Vince McMahon and the officials and the upper management is really looking for that's what the that was the whole purpose to begin with of ma- of making the switch of NXT 2.0 is to really breed their superstars in their image and if you bring someone like Hogan, the creative mind that Hogan has with yeah. 50 plus years of experience is invaluable to any one of those up and comers in the NXT locker room. So right. if we're talking about hypotheticals and bringing Hogan in some type of a backstage um, um, producer or position or whatever, I think he would be most valuable in NXT 2.0. I do
1: too. So go to um, Sportskeeda Bill After Profile, look at the two stories on there and, uh, and what you're going to do, brother if the winds up with creative man.
0: <laughs> hold the pencil, brother.
1: <laughs> you asked the question at the beginning, you know, you said about COVID and all that. Well, what we're going to do, brother, we're going to put the flu in this corner and COVID over here.
0: They're going to eliminate each
1: other. <laughs> all right, Yeah. Yeah. That would be wonderful. Thank you guys so much for letting me, uh, participate every few weeks on this. It's absolute
0: really pleasure. Uh, we, it's an honor. honor. Uh, we also had Thank you me. on our our Raw post show with Vince Russo recently and our SmackDown post show with Dutch Mantel. You can check those out there in our podcast feed and our video channels. Go subscribe to Sports Keto Wrestling on YouTube, by the way. We just cracked 24,000 subscribers. Thank you so, That's so much. Great. And check us out on all the different social media platforms. And get the app, if you haven't gotten the app already. Yeah, the, uh, and, SK- at, yeah.
1: and at SK Wrestling on Twitter.
0: Yeah, well. at SKWrestling yeah. underscore on Twitter. Give yeah. us a follow there. Uh, and thank you guys so much. Uh, obviously, Jose, you're going to be busy covering this week's uh, Wednesday night wrestling action after Dynamite with Debrief. Yeah, you know it. You
2: know the Debrief uh, this Wednesday night with myself and Rico El Glorioso. We're going to be covering AEW Dynamite and NXT 2.0. Um, And you guys are going to catch us this weekend because uh, Kev and myself and Jeremy will be covering the day one pay-per-view Review so make sure you check that out We also got the uh, the preview With SP3 Sid Poehler The third going with uh, Kenny Boland they're going to be breaking yeah. down Their previews and predictions for day one Pay-per-view this coming up Saturday So we got tons of content dropping on the Daily and I'm always busy here I'm always here on the top story I'm always Editing I'm always putting stuff up you guys Wait I a minute. It's all over the website
1: Wait a minute you got didn't you get a Christmas present You were telling me about
2: mm-hmm. I sure did what was yeah. it? What was it? What do you got there? Oh, Ooh. look at that.
0: Look, look, at at, that. Look, at look at this beauty. Look at this what beauty. What is that look beautiful publication you're holding in your hands is, there, Jose? This
2: is uh, the, uh, 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 my own copy that my wife got me of Is Wrestling Fixed by our very own Bill well, Lapter. But do you know what the, is, what the know answer was, to the question? Do you know what the I question is?
1: the answer is?
0: I did, he, did, he didn't know it was broken. That's right. Oh, that's what I was
1: that. That's right. So what I need great you stuff. to do, so what I need you to do, is send me your home address, uh, and I will send you an autograph, personalized autograph sticker to put on the inside of the. Ooh. Oh, there
2: you I'll go. send it after we're done. With, once we're done wrapped up with the show, I'll send it to you.
1: That's your payoff for letting me appear on this show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, uh, that's Bill, a great Bill's- payoff for me. <laughs> Bill it is an absolute treasure to talk with you anytime and get your insight likewise, into likewise. so many decades on the business and obviously go get the book if you if you guys haven't gotten the book it is it has so many amazing stories on it. it is one of those books where everyone I know that has read it enjoys it it leaves exactly. very very satisfied. Lot, and like only
1: the, Jim the, Cr- Jim uh, Cornette knocked it he said Bill After's book sucks because he doesn't bury anybody. <laughs> So yeah, this is what,
2: why you and I get along, Bill, because I hate to bury people. I, I always try to find the best way to put over, even if it's the worst match I've ever seen.
1: Except The Undertaker.
2: <laughs> All
1: right, guys. I'm Thank out you here. so much, Bill. Thank you guys, Thank so, you much. guys. Remember... so much. See you at the matches eventually.
0: eventually 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 we'll see you at the matches eventually stay safe cover your nose get your vax get your tests and remember when watching wrestling do the most important thing which is what jose you have to enjoy it guys enjoy
2: wrestling yeah have a good night watch out watch out watch out watch out